Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Savalit64, and I am joined alongside. Anderson 9132, the Robot Wars Guru. And welcome to the Robocast. We are joined by a special guest for episode number 13 of BattleBots 2018. Introduce yourself, sir. Edward Robinson, otherwise known as Captain Phoenix Blaze. Ed Robinson, of course, behind the, the monster shark that is Shark Operator. I have to say, as a as a design, it looks pretty crazy. But <laughs> but it but it works. Like you know, this season you you know, so far, um, not spoiling anything too much, you you've gone two and one, which is kinda crazy really, when you think about it. Uh, two and one with a double knockout. Yeah, who would have said that at the start of the season? Like, looking yeah. at it. My first rumble against two other robots, I knocked them both the heck out. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's, it certainly seems like, you know... Well, we'll get into your fight with uh, Gemini in just a second, but like it, it seems to, you know, certainly... I know we discussed this a little bit before we actually started recording this, but like you've got a machine that it might look a bit, you know, artsy and a bit, you know, flimsy, but it's really not, and it's actually got quite a lot of potent firepower behind that spinner. <laughs> Well, I used the motors that for the weapon came off uh, Ultimo Destructo's original Super Heavyweight. Oh, really? That's the weapon motors. Yep, they came out of Ultimo Destructo, the old BattleBot Super Heavyweight from the Comedy Central days. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Uh, everything in that bot is used, man. <laughs> uh, you know, I think, again, you kind of... Sh- I think you mentioned, my mention on the show, that it's, you know, but a lot of it's recycled parts. You know, you, you don't need to, to spend upwards of twenty, thirty thousand $30,000, which a lot of teams do. To make no, a competitive machine, not at all. We did the math. We spent probably around five thousand dollars on parts, and it was a five-week build. That's crazy. <laughs> that, <laughs> that just that just shows you kind of the change though between then and now. Because back in the day, you know, a cheap build was you know, let's say anything under five hundred quid, and now you're saying you know this is a cheap build and it's five thousand dollars. You know, right. that that just shows you how how much you know things have advanced over the years, especially. Snookums was about fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, so that's that's about what seven eight hundred UK British pounds sterling. Yeah, I think. yeah around that, oh, that. around that so, kind yeah. of ballpark. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, because obviously you've you've been around for a hell of a long time. Obviously, you had Snookums back in uh, Robot Wars Extreme Warriors in the US, which was uh, kind of similar in the sense that they were both fish to Shark Operation, but like you know, obviously worlds apart in terms of technology. Yeah, Snookums was a swordfish, and Robot Wars allowed entanglement. So the whole tail was designed, held a bunch of fishing line, uh, plastic <laughs> hose, and elastic. And every time I'd catch a spinner, it would just suck it all up and stop the spinner dead. It worked beautifully. Oh, so that was actually the intention, like, because uh, that's, well, that's pretty interesting, actually. Yeah, it was the, the entire intention of that. That's why it had that gold aluminum rib cage inside it and everything. It was supposed to get ripped off and sucked up by spinners. Kind of like the tail I have now. My tail is an anti-spinner defense. That's genius. It's honestly genius. I I, like it. <laughs> the, see, un- underneath, underneath the you know the, the charade of like you know the kind of you know piratical thing, there is an actual genius underneath there. There is, there really is. <laughs> um, Not sh- enough robots have defense, except for armor. I think an active defense is a little more fun. Absolutely, you know, and we'll get on to your, your fight with Gemini, actually, while, while we're here. It was obviously on the Science Channel for episode 12, but we'll include it in this, this episode, because obviously the way that it airs is kind of yeah. diff- kind of interesting. Um, you know, the fight itself, you took a lot of hits from Gemini. Those those two spinners, they seem to have packed quite a bit of a punch on the um, 
Oh man, they ate me up. They did a lot of serious damage. There is no joke about those little spinner boys. <laughs> but you know, you seem to handle it quite well. And obviously, in the end, you got another you got another KO, which is kind of crazy. Talk us talk us through the fight from your perspective. It, the the fight is funny because the way the shark is built, the tail is supposed to knock out a spinner, take away the energy, and then I can flip around and hit him with the weapon. That's the whole design. Which it kind of worked the first couple times, but I'm just getting learning in. I'm just figuring out how to use the robot. And about a minute and a half into the match, my left side motor came loose from the drive hub. Yes, because you were dead on one side, weren't you, for quite a lot of the fight. Mm -hmm. A minute and a half in, you can see it in my face. I I try to move the shark, and John's going, hey, that's a good hit. And I'm going, oh, crap. (laughs) That's for my robot. And for the next minute and a half, all I could do really was spin slow spin fast, do the gyro spin, or if I went backwards, I'd go kind of in a straight line. <laughs> I mean, so I... Pre- oh. Go ahead. I, was, I, was like, I mean, whatever you were doing, it really worked. You know, considering you had half half a robot down for a lot of the fight, you know, winning against you know the, the spinners that you did, I think it was fairly impressive, considering. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's designed <laughs> to take a lot of abuse and not get hurt. You can pound it. You can eat huge pieces off of it. And as I was saying, there's a robot inside the robot. My armor is an inch away, at least. Absolutely. So it's obviously you know you knock pieces off, but it's, it will still function in theory. Obviously, yeah, eventually, ev- yeah, eventually it will get worn down. But you know, the initial idea is take the hits and then kind of hope that it doesn't take too many. Essentially, yeah, you're going to take them with this field of robots you got out there. You're gonna take some abuse. You're gonna you're gonna have to shed some armor. That's all there is to it. Yeah, absolutely. And um, as I say, considering you know, what did you, what were your expectations going into this season? Because obviously, I'm sure you you know, it, essentially, it is an art an arty bot, isn't it, Shark Oprian? It is an art bot. At the end of the day, it is an art bot. Before it was a bot meant to kill other robots. So what like what was your you know? Did you expect to win a fight this season? Was that was that your aim? I wanted to win the nut. I mean, it's... it's I re- I re- absolutely. I think, I, that, you know, anybody, anything can happen to anybody at any time in life. That's one of the glorious things about life. Mm-hmm. As long as you try, you could possibly do it. If I sat home, didn't build the robot, and didn't go, I wouldn't win the nut. Very true. But as an, as an alternate, we didn't get anything. It was a pay-your-own-way, just like the old days. We uh-huh. had to pay for everything. We paid for the bill. We paid for the hotel. We paid for the gas. And we were just an alternate. We were never really in line for the nut this year. So considering that, that's a hell of a performance considering that then. Thank you, thank you, thank you. you, know, you know, we consider that was an audition. I hope we passed the audition. I'd like to think that they at least invite you out because I think, you know, you know, you're, you're three, the three fights that you've had on the air at the moment, you know, they're all good fun, I like to think. You know, yeah. you, you didn't disgrace yourself. You won, no. two, you won two fights. You know, my bots run; they're dependable. That's one of the good things about my robots. They yeah, keep on running. Yeah, it, it hasn't it hasn't died at all. It was it was a really good effort, and you know, thank you, thank you, fair, thank, you thank you very much. Fair play to So, the question is, where do you go from here? <laughs> because Shark Operates <laughs> Shark Operates quite quite the thing, but where does the future I hold? Sharko is for sale. Oh, <laughs> well, now look, there's there's an end of the story here. I want to build more robots. I love building robots. I still want to keep Charco, obviously. I'm going to keep Charco. But 
Charco can do regional competitions and everything but BattleBots with a dip, as long as it's not a televised competition. And if somebody wanted to go to BattleBots, I'd go with them. We want to keep Charco running, but I want to keep building more robots. Right. So the- uh, and, you know, King, King of Bots has invited us. We want to build one for them. If I sell Charco to someone, I use that money to build a better one. But I mean, what's 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 down the pipeline? What, what can you tell us? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, King of Bots invited us to come over. Mm-hmm. We're we designed and we're you know he was there right before this fight actually. Karma, I guess the guy that's running it, really nice guy. And he said, whoever wins this fight with Gemini is or whoever wins this fight, you get an invitation to King of Bots. And obviously, and obviously, you, and obviously you won. You won. I won. So yeah. So yeah. yeah. So as soon as I, you know, everything was fine, I we applied. I designed a new robot. We're hoping that goes through, and I'm going to build that one. But as far as the shark goes, we added fire, so he's now a fire breeder. <laughs> what, what, what more can you add? It's, it's a robot shark with a vertical spinner and now fire. I mean, what's Two not to love? Jets. Absolutely. Two big jets, one in each side of his face. Big old fire breeders. Brilliant. I love, love, it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Anderson, in terms, in terms of um, shark opening. What, what, what have you been your thoughts this season? Um, I love it. <laughs> it's it, I, you know, I, you see a lot of people because you know some people like you know serious machines. Some people only like you know silly machines. I am I, I'm actually quite a versatile person when it comes to robot combat. There's a, quite a lot of things I do like about it, and very little I don't like about it. And the fact that Shark Opera is able to bring both funny, silly designs as well as actual. Um, a machine that can actually fight and hold up its own and cause KOs together. Yeah, um, yeah I think it's great. I think Thank it's absolutely brilliant. And, you've, and to be fair, you've you've come, you've definitely come a very long way from uh, Snookums as well. No oh, offense geez. to, to Snookums, obviously, but you know you've come a long way from there. Did you see Robotica season two? Yes, he was fantastic. Yes, yes. That was that was my very first shark robot. He was a hammerhead flipper. God, I yeah. lost every fight. Yes. <laughs> it's you know, and obviously you know you look now and you think you know two up to a one record in BattleBots this season that ain't no joke. <laughs> yeah, I was happy with that. Really, really happy coming out with a two and one record. Really Fantastic. happy with that. Fantastic. Well, obviously, yeah, it's brilliant, brilliant to see you uh, win your final fight. But shall we? Uh, shall we crack on with episode thirteen as a as a whole? Yes. Let's roll with it. So our first fight. Red Devil and Valkyrie. Now this was great fun. Not necessarily the fight, the fight itself, but for the the the, the one track that came <laughs> off Red Devil and was. I mean, it's it's amazing to see that obviously Red Devil is all independently driven. That's really fascinating. But it is. but when but when the track comes off, it's just flopping around by itself. It's brilliant. Hey, do you do you guys think it got a good track record? Oh god! Oh. <laughs> man, that hurt. That did. I'm throwing tomatoes. I'm throwing things at him. Oh, that, hurt, that hurt. That hurt. Um, oh yeah, I'm back, baby. With, with, that, with that said, you I know, love that whole idea of binding two receivers to the same transmitter. That's just genius. It is clever, and obviously, you know, because of the the way that Red Devil works, you know, it, it, it kind of rolls around quite a lot. Obviously, the chassis all moves around the, an axle, which yeah. I think. You know that's it's really clever way of just staying mobile all the time. There's no way you can really eliminate it by turning it over. It's essentially like um, obviously the master, and there was also Stinger in Robot Wars. But this is like you know on a whole other level. 
yeah. of that design. It took that design, which in itself was brilliant, and I it's just revitalized it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's taken it to a yeah, I'd say to a, to another. And obviously, it's a it's a beautiful machine. And seeing Valkyrie kind of tear into it was kind of kind of a bit sad for me because obviously, Red Devil is an absolutely gorgeous machine. You know, oh, it is. The, the level of engineering in that is you know unparalleled, really. But it's they fair play to Valkyrie though. At the same time, I mean, yeah, they 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 did do damage, and they definitely deserve the win here. I love the undercutter. I just love that thing. Come right through and just ate him, cleaned him right up, just knocked him in half, said, ah, I'm going to test the power of flex tape. Ah! <laughs> it's, it, you know, it is a really nice design. Obviously, one thing I noticed as well, when Red Devil still had full mobility, it went to the back of Valkyrie as well, and it got hit through the back because there was a, yeah. cause the yeah. way it's angled. That is genius. Again, yeah. Because a lot of spinners don't have back protection. Yeah. But they've managed to work around that. So fair play to them. Yeah, um, Leanne Cushing has done a really nice job with the way that is, you know, that that kind of setup has has worked. In terms of the um, result itself, you know, Red Devils. I think it's now is it two and two? Is it one and three? I think it's one and three, isn't it? I think it's one and three. Yeah, yeah. yeah one and three. Yeah. yeah, it's one and three. It's looking unlikely that they're going to get into the bracket, which is a bit of a shame because you know, obviously last season they did a re- you know did a really good job and you know knocked out Witch Doctor and all those fantastic results. Right. Uh, don't think we're going to see it in the last sixteen, which is a, a bit of a shame. But you know, I, I think still a, a solid season considering who they fought. Right. Oh, definitely. Yeah. The tough field of robots this year. Really tough field of robots out there. Yeah, and considering it's, it's essentially kind of the same concept of design. You know, there's not much in terms of improvement from the last one. You kind of see how the field has moved forward in those two years. It's it's kind of it's kind of crazy how how a decent machine from last time is kind of like a mediocre one now. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. As for Valkyrie though, um, I think they're at three and two because obviously they've participated in the, um, in the Desperado tournament and they're kind of, they're, their results are a little bit skewed, but this, you know, a win's a win and they're, they're still looking decent enough. I reckon they could, you know, they think they've got another fight of their four, so they might be able to sneak into that last 16 right. if they're lucky. And that was a beautiful win and that really counts. Yeah, absolutely. It was a really nice way to um, take out Red Devil. Obviously, taking a good slice out of its scoop as well, which has been pretty resilient up to this point. Um, anything more to add to that fight? I don't think there was much else, was there? Zombie just... bots rule! <laughs> <laughs> can, can we just see all it? around. Great fun. Two very well-made machines. Very well-designed machines. Going at it. Balls to the wall. Just brilliant. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. And very good driving from both teams as well. You know me. I think driving is one of the most underrated things in robot combat. Nobody gives enough Absolutely. praise to good driving. I mean, considering I drive every day, I drive exactly. every day if I can. That's obviously a good way to keep keep because so, I was like, considering it had half a robot missing, Ravi did a fantastic job to keep uh, Red uh, Devil in the fantastic fight. Fantastic. <laughs> you know, considering he had half a robot, essentially, that was a great performance. You know, I was, you know, the way it was driven was really well, really well done. Um, but that said. Valkyrie getting the uh, the big win there against Red Devil. Red Devil probably Yay, probably won't see any more Red Devil this season, but you never know. Hopefully we will do. Um, our next fight saw Brutus and Gigabyte, two machines that started... Well, Brutus started well and kind of petered off, and Gigabyte started poorly and has kind of got a bit better, but has been a bit unlucky. This yep. fight, great tactics from Brutus <laughs> in, initially. Great tactics. Taking all those hits, you know... Deflecting Gigabyte away, getting some great airtime. Obviously, Gigabyte eventually losing power in its weapon. So you're thinking, okay. And then Brutus starts off, you're thinking, okay, then. Brutus is now going to win. 
And then it, and then, I I have no idea how it, I'm assuming, the only thing I could assume it was is it got caught on a funny angle and then it gyroed itself over. That's the only thing I can think of. Have you ever heard the expression snatching defeat from the jaws of victory? Yes, that is a very apt. exactly what happened to that poor robot. An apt phrase at this point. You know, Brutus, you know, we've said a number of times, it's not the most inspiring of machines. It It is literally, you know, a wedge with a spinner and that's it, you know, but I have to say super, super unlucky here. Like that, oh, it, it, it had, it had the, as, as uh, Ed rightly said, you know, he, he definitely grabbed a feet from the jaws of victory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that said though, you know, good, good fight. Again. Was a great was, fight. Yeah. I mean, he dominated that fight. He was driving it. He was owning it. He put gigabyte down. Everybody knew it was over. And it was. It was over. <laughs> it was over, but not the way we expected it. You know, it's nice to see Gigabyte get a win. I have to say that much. Because yeah, Gigabyte yeah, been... a great fight. Yeah, you know, Gigabyte have been super unlucky this season, and the fact that they, you know, they, they still haven't, you know, won an actual fight yet. They, they won it in the uh, first round of the tournament, but they didn't win anything up to that point. I don't think. Right. So, yeah, you know, it's just kind of. I'm very unlucky that Gigabyte have been left in this awkward position, but they've they've got a win. Probably a bit fortunate that they did get a win, but I think, you know, their bad luck had to turn eventually, right? Yay! <laughs> uh, Anderson, anything to add? I just feel really bad for Brutus. Because they, they, <laughs> they actually they had great tactics as well. Keep the spinner low, whack into it until it breaks theirs, and then get their spin up to speed and try and knock get it those, those important... Knock, knock it over. And they're not themselves over. Pillocks. <laughs> but no, 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 honestly, no, yeah, it is a shame. But fair play to Gigabyte, they finally got a win. So, yeah, fair play to the Google Chrome logo. It was nice to see them get a win. <laughs> it's true. <clears throat> it's true. I um, gotta be nice. Now, John's a neighbor. He only lives like 10 miles away, so I gotta be nice. No, I can't okay. say how, much, how funny it is when that bot spins up. I just love those colors. It looks trippy <laughs> as hell, doesn't it? It's great. <laughs> it's like a bad acid trip from the 70s. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Um, we'll move on. We'll move on to our next fight, which is a tale of two very, very drastically distant seasons. Bombshell has had probably, arguably, the toughest run of anyone so far. Zero and three. I know that it's it's... We've commented a lot of times before. It, you know, it was a rush build. It didn't really get time to be tested, and you know, Mike's had a really tough time getting Bombshell going. On oh, the contrary, on the contrary, Bite Force has just been fairly unparalleled. How, like, obviously, you've got a vertical spinner, Ed. Yeah. How much of another level is Bite Force compared to, say, Shock Oprian? Bite Force has a different type of spinner than I do. He's got a, basically a one hit too, so that's the eccentric. Yeah. I have two hits. I, I like two hits because it's a little more of a cutting. It's not quite a saw, but it's more of a cut. Right. Bite Force has that solid thunk hit one time every time around, so it's basically twice the power. That's... I mean, that thing when it yeah, it, it, it's one hit per revolution where I get two. Right. So it's all it, yeah. That when that thing hits you. You, by goodness, know it. And obviously, they they, they changed their. Um, I think we mentioned it way back at the start of the season. You know, they they have they had two motor setups: at the E Tech and they had the four mag motors. They changed the four right. mag, four mag motors, and my god, <laughs> my god, 
Redundancy is awesome. I'm going to, with the one we've designed for King of Bots, we designed it with multiple weapon motors because I think redundancy is awesome. And three smaller motors actually give you more power than one big one for the weight and the space and the battery power you need to run them. Well, considering as well, you know, if, if one of them dies, you've still got, you've still got two more, for example. Exactly. White Force still has three. You know, if one belt flies off, you still got two more fan belts running. I remember speaking to um, you know, Craig from um, you know, the Bristol Bot Builders and uh, Team Snappy. You know, he um, had a robot called um, a Neutron back in the day, a few, few uh, yeah. a couple of years ago. And he, he had one mag motor on his uh, on their on their vertical spinner on that thing, and that was pretty hefty. You know, considering that, you know, one mag motor is all you need uh, to, to give something a bit of bit of juice. You know, Bite Force has four. <laughs> you know, you, you get you get the idea. Um, this fight wasn't really a fight; it was pretty much bullying, wasn't it? Really, I think that's. <laughs> Bo- Bombshell didn't know what hit it, and and out of yeah. the arena from a spinner in battle bots. Who would have said that at the start of the season? <laughs> you know, every Bite Force lined them up beautifully and just did just did the job. It went to work and went boop, bye bye. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was it was brutal. You know, Bite Force. Yep. You know. Clinical, I think, is the only way I could describe it. It was, it was a great performance. Beautifully done. Yeah, four and over Bite Force. Fairly certain that's in the bracket. You know, ninety percent, ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure. Unless there's a very strange person, you know, deciding the bracket, that's going to be there. Bon Michel, at zero and four. <laughs> I, 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 my heart bleeds. It really does. But it's just, I, it's such a shame. I, I will always wonder what if it, you know, there's a bit more time and he could have properly refined this machine. Because I think there's potential there. Yeah, that's for sure. Absolutely. But all, I got uh, a funny story. Back in BattleBots Comedy Central days, I think it was three or four, one of my first ones, he came up to me and he was a kid in line and I was walking in to fight with my robot. And I talked to him for like a half an hour. Oh, no way. And that would, he, he was a little kid. And he came up and he told me that story here at BattleBots. And I'm like, oh, that dude, that's cool, you know, inspiring, yay. And then he lost every fight. <sighs> and I felt so bad because I was like, I was feeling so good for him and so happy. And then he lost, lost, well, I mean, lost. You know, you, you, look at his, you look at his opponents, in fairness, to, to Bombshell. You know, Lockjaw, you know, no you know, no disgrace there. You know, Lockjaw's obviously He's made it into the fight. Yeah. Yep. You know, Lockjaw's fantastic. Bronco, another fantastic machine. Yeti. Uh- brilliant and obviously bite force you know it's a tough run all five of all top tier bots every one of them yeah absolutely so there's no disgrace bombshell going going forward to that those kind of machines but when you look at like yeah you look at the numbers and it just looks it looks awful but considering they're actual opponents it's nowhere near as bad nope that's Um, what happens when you make it to the semi-finals and you get put into the top tier you have to fight all those top tier robots yeah, it's very true. It's very true. Um, and is there anything more to add? I don't think there really is, is there? Uh, I've I've said it before, and I will say it again. Bite Force is fucking daft. It is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> that thing is so so silly. Uh, you know, it, it, it honestly, you could turn around and tell me that there was a unicorn selling ice cream outside, and I would believe it more than the power of that thing's weapon. It is ridiculous. And you know what? I'm going to say it now. If there is a robot that can beat Tombstone this season. It is Bite Force. Whiplash came close, but I think if Bite Force do goes up against Tombstone, it, I couldn't tell you who would win that one. Honestly, that that's how good Bite Force is this series. <laughs> well, if, if you think about it, Bite Force is currently on BattleBots at least the only one that's actually beaten Tombstone. Yes, 
It is. So far. Well, what I can until, say obviously, until Duck I... beats it. Then Duck will win, obviously. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All well, I can say from when I was there is uh, NDA, NDA, and the uh, NDA with the NDA was an awesome NDA. <laughs> uh, those spoilers. We'll, we'll get there eventually. <laughs> we'll get... <laughs> There's only a few more weeks, guys. We're gonna we're gonna find out within the next seven or so weeks who who actually wins this thing. But uh, still a ways away yet. Um, yeah. Move on to our, our final uh, undercard fight of the night and uh, Endgame and Son of War. Actually, two teams. Well, again, they kind of had contrasting seasons. Son of War actually started badly and has kind of picked up quite quickly. Endgame started fast and has gone a bit the other way. They've kind of gone off off the boil a little bit. Um, son of War actually, I think they, was it Brutus they lost to initially. I think it was Brutus. Yeah, they, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, they they, beat, they lost yeah. to Brutus and then they they destroyed de- destroyed Lucky and uh, Monsoon, and then. But when Ed- I actually get that thing dialed in, it is no joke, man. It is not a joke at all. And obviously, uh, Endgame itself uh, started off with wins against Lockjaw and uh, who was the other one it for? I can't remember who was who was the Endgame who was the Endgame fight. Um, it. It's, it was someone else, but they lost to Bite Force quite spectacularly, didn't they? Yes. It was. It was yeah. Shredder. It was Shredder Racer, wasn't it? That was it. Shredder Racer. That was it. Yes. Yeah. Shredder Racer. Um, again, there's not much of a fight here. I'm not going to lie. It was one. <laughs> it was one big hit, and I think that was job done. I will say Apex can, can do can say nothing about smashing the arena. You know, it's bar coming off. How about the whole robot going through the wall? That's much <laughs> much more like it. <laughs> um, Did you ever see the Nightmare versus Sunawayachi fight back in Battlebot today? Yes. Oh hell yes. Yes. That was exactly a replay of that fight. <laughs> it it was... really. I mean, they came together and Waiachi just one hit. Bam. Okay, you're disintegrated. It was it was a spectacular hit. You know. Beautiful. I like the idea with Endgame's kind of obscure shaped weapon to try and you know, give it less thing, less surface area to hit, much like yeah. um, Aftershock did in the UK with um, with their matches against Carbide. But it didn't work. Nope, nope. <laughs> it did nope. not work. Sort of why actually is just uh, an absolute unit, really. There's not much more to say. That whole beautiful face armor inch of airplay I had, if Son of Waiachi hit my face, I, I don't think there'd be much left of it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, our, our other um, you know, n- normal contributor, uh, Steve, he, he had sort of actually down to win last season. It obviously didn't quite work out for them that time. It's yeah. it's starting to build up quite a nice head of steam this time around, though. It's looking a lot more like it. Once they get that monster dialed in, it, it is just, it, it's a monster. It really is. Yeah. yeah I think, was it 120 pounds worth of spinner? That's not, it's, yeah. that's nothing to be sniffed at. <laughs> it's yeah. Um, yeah. Anderson, much more to add? Or, again, not really. I, be- I believe I can fly. <laughs> I believe I can touch the sky. No, um, yeah. I'll just honestly say this. I'm kind of upset. End game lost, to be honest. I thought they, got, they weren't with a chance, but. No. <laughs> no. What annoys me is they, they 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 quite easily took the less the less of that hit, and yeah. they still lost. Yeah, yeah. God's yeah. sake. Then yeah. again, I can't be. Then again, I can't be too upset because they're from New Zealand. New Zealand always beat us in rugby, so I can. So I can at least take that. But you know, apart from that, <laughs> there's, there's some sort of stuff. Yeah, you, 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 your luck only holds up for so long when you're fighting robots on that level. One of them's oh, yeah. gonna hit you. Yeah, one of them's gonna hit you, and something's gonna come loose if you ain't got it tight. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Endgame's now gone two and two. They've beaten 
you know, lock, lock door and Shredder so they lost to Bite Force and Son of Wachi, who I, I'm going to yeah. assume both of those are going to be in the bracket. Endgame might sneak in still. I think it probably will do. It's, you know, it had two convincing wings and the two defeats it had were against, like, top, top tier opposition. And very unlucky as well. Yeah. Yeah, you know, well, it, was, it, was, it was unlucky against Son of Watch anyway. Yeah, con- considering you know, it's it's. I think it's the first time they've got they've built the heavyweights, I believe, because I, I know obviously Jack Barker's been around for a while with um, the smaller weight classes. Obviously, he won in China, didn't he? Uh, at Fight My Box. But yeah. um, you know, considering that, considering it's a heavyweight, you know, it's a new heavyweight. It's done really well. You know, we mentioned earlier this season that you know a lot of the new heavyweights that have come into this season have kind of struggled to get going, whereas those that have been around for a season or two seem quite dialed in. This is an example of one of those where like it's a new newer machine that's done quite well. You know, I think yeah. I think, I think it's fair to say that Endgame's kinda of surprised everyone. Um obviously there's a lot to be said for starting off in the smaller weight classes and working your way up in the build process. Yes. Like scaling is very you know, clearly obviously yeah. done a really big thing, you know, obviously if you if you start if you stick with the same design through all the weight classes you kind of get an idea of how, how it works. He's a real great example of that right there. Yeah. I think another one, um, I think Craig Danby mentioned it, was a saw blazer. Jameson Goh's got um, one of the same robot in each weight class. He's, he's kind of, he knows the, how, the, how the design works now, essentially. Yep. Um, obviously, we have another uh, Science Channel exclusive fight, but that'll be reviewed next week. It's between uh, Lucky and Reality. Um, good, should be a good fight, that one. I'm looking forward to that one. It's uh, two, two machines that have been kind of unlucky this season. Which brings us... To the main event. Now, Woo! the main event, obviously, was... was, was vi- the first version of this fight was viral. I think it's fair to say, you know, when I, I, remember seeing, <laughs> I remember seeing this the first and I, I, my jaw hit the floor. You know, it, oh, Lord. It was incredible. You know, Minotaur... Beautiful. Minotaur and Blacksmith, it was incredible, this first fight. You know, you know Minotaur, I mean, Black, it wasn't really much of a fight. Blacksmith got... Absolutely annihilated. It, it was textbook. I'm going to eat you up. Yeah, textbook. It really was. It really yeah. was. And then the fair play of blacksmith, they did not give up. No, <laughs> no. And not until the robot was in flames and wouldn't move yeah. anymore. Absolutely. Not until it spontaneously combusted. It's, <laughs> it's it's well, we nearly got a repeat of that this time. We did. But, but with that said, what an amazing fight again. Oh, oh wow. great. Like as, as the, much as these two are oh. destined to be just great together in a, in an arena, it doesn't matter how because they're they're just brilliant for one another. They bounce off each other literally perfectly. They're just chomping on each other like two big heavyweights just slugging it away. You, know, you look at I think I think Blacksmith. This is the best Blacksmith's worked all season. You know the, the hammer was on all all fight. You know the fire was coming out all fight. Didn't stop working. Fantastic Minotaur. You know, kind of a bit shaky to begin with, but it was just such a great spectacle. Again, you know, it, it was it was different to the first one. The first one was much more you know bullying from Minotaur's point of view. You know, Blacksmith never really got a chance. This right. time, it was much more of a driving fight, so evenly matched. Um, obviously, eventually the, the damage paid off, and, and Minotaur got the deserved win. I think you know everyone can agree that. Yeah. But it, but it was a fantastic spectacle, backward yeah. and forward. You know, the fire in there as well, brilliant stuff. I think really every fight this episode was a great driving fight. We yes. had some really good examples of driving. Yeah, and you know these these two guys you know obviously you know Minotaur and Toro Maximus have been like you know they've been renowned for their driving for years and years and yeah. years. This was a great example of Al Kindle showing what he can actually do. 
you know, because we've only seen Blacksmith really, you know, fight top opposition up, up to this point. And this this fight was a, a fantastic spectacle. And I think there's no shame in going going down to Minotaur again. But it was much closer than last time, which you know, a lot of people are going to kind of say, do you know what? Fair play. <laughs> you know, you know, and obviously he nearly caught fire again at the end. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how it nearly caught fire at the end. It didn't really have any like it looked like I think he had a pinhole leak somewhere while the system was active, which can happen because it's low pressure on the outside. So yeah. it can have a little leak somewhere when it It might have built up a little and then a spark set it off and then once that brought up real quick, there was nothing left. Yeah. But it, it was it was great. It's like right then. I'm thinking, oh no, not again, surely. After all, <laughs> after all this, he's going to catch fire again. But you know what a what a spectacular yeah, fight! Or just a little cash in the pan. Obviously, you know, you, you was probably watching this in the pits. Ed, what was what was the reaction in the pits like? Oh, it was amazing. We all builders were sitting in the pits back watching it on TV, and as soon as he caught on fire, everybody started screaming, "Not again! Not again!" Oh, no! <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, it was it was a fantastic fight. You know, it's probably one of the best main events of the season. It has to be said. You know, up to this point, we've got, they've kind of all been a little bit lackluster, is it fair to say? But this one definitely wasn't. This The, the hype was rightfully justified here. Yes. Um, Anderson, anything else to add for, for you? Oh, just the, the, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Again, the, like I said, these guys always put on a show together. I don't know what it is. They're just, they're just capable. It's just like, I mean, sometimes, you know, robots always work well together. I always said that. I mean, for example, Firestorm versus Firestorm and Panic Attack and Robot Wars. Every time they had a fight, it was always good. And it's the same here, you know, with Blacksmith and Minotaur, you know. And, um, yeah, I just think it's amazing. Absolutely fantastic. It's probably the best main event of the series, I think. I think it's fair to say that. Yeah. It's up there. It's either that, it's either that or Ice Wave versus um, Scorpios. Me. That was another great fight. It was a really good fight. That, that's pretty close for me as well. For you know, for can these two fight every week? That'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. It was just, just have a, oh, this week it's Blacksmith and Minotaur again. No, we, we couldn't do that. We, you know. So we, we lost Ed uh, briefly towards the end there, uh, as you can tell. We just lost his call, but uh, unfortunately, yeah. professionalism. Yes, one of those things. But um, <laughs> with that said, this episode I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. A couple of disappointments. I would like to see name game versus Son of White go on a bit longer, but with two huge ass spinners like that, it was gonna, it was basically gonna happen, wasn't it? It was inevitable yeah. almost. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, fantastic episode all around. I think if anything, they're getting better and better as they go along. I mean, apart from the like last one, the last couple have been a little bit iffy for me, but this one was another good one. Yeah, so back, good back on form for sure. You know, for, with, with that said, you know, there's, there can't be many episodes of Fight Night Life. It's, it's getting towards that stage now where the, the, the yeah. tournament bracket's starting to shape up quite nicely. Well, they have their five, five thousand episodes at the moment now, don't they? Yeah. Um, and there's 16... There's, a, there's, a, there's 16 of them, so there's eight battles there. So... Unless, of course, they go back down to four battles again. So you probably find they might do... So, you know, it's just four battles, four battles, and then you have the two semifinals and the final. And the third and fourth playoff, maybe, if they bother to do that this year. Maybe we'll have to wait and see, but it was a uh, as I say, as Anderson and myself said, a really good episode. Um, after a big a big thank you. Obviously, he's not here now; he's kind of gone. Uh, massive, massive thank you to Ed Robinson for joining us. Uh, you know, it's real pleasure having him on. He's, he's great fun, and go and follow the Shock Opening page. Go and do it; it's well worth your time. He's, he's got some really cool stuff coming up in the pipeline. Um, well worth a look. Well worth a look. 
And he is a lad. He absolutely is. With that said, I've been Sam Elliott 64. I've been Anderson 9132, the Robot Wars Guru. And we will see you next week for the 14th episode of BattleBots 2018. Until then, bye-bye. Ta-da.